Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Mom's Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head Today I'm speaking with Cynthia Morphine. Thanks for coming and speaking to us today, Cynthia. I'm glad to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. Of course. It's my pleasure. And before we get started on, you know, you know, your reason for being here, <laughs> can you tell us who you are? Who is Cynthia? So my name is Cynthia Morphine and I am transitioning from nine to five as a surgical tech working in the operating room and changing my career into an empowerment coach. So Ah. I help women who are ready to leave their nine to five and help them create their desires for entrepreneurship, just like me. Okay. All right. So you help us make that jump off the cliff, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, let's go. I'll hold your hand. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, that that's a really good job to have yeah. because I know from experience that a lot of time we're a little afraid of making that leap, even if it's for part-time side hustle, so to speak. So we need people like you to sometimes give us that nudge that we need. So Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what I love. You know, I am actually a part-time working And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm doing this on as a side hustle to potentially be my full time gear and be able to work from home. I have three kids. I have a 12 year old preteen. You know how that is. Mm -hmm. I have a five year old girl and a 
four-year-old boy who's autistic. Mm -hmm. So I would love to be at home more. And yeah, so this is, I, I want to share my story so I can help other women who want to do the same and leave their career because we're capable of that. Yeah, of course. I actually just posted something on LinkedIn talking about how we, when we're a solo mom, we sometimes have to find ways to create work for ourselves yeah. because we want to create the environment you know, to raise our kids. And sometimes we don't get that support in the workplace. So no, we don't. But I feel like there's nothing like a solo mom with that fire to really just push through and to create that, you know, so I, right. love, I love your title, solo mom. I think that's awesome. Because, you know, speaking from experience, we find ways. Yes, of course. Yeah. And leading on to into that, you mentioned that you you were a was a solo mom at one point, yeah. and then you got married, and it seems that you're venturing into solo motherhood again. So, yes. first of all, could you tell us as much of the first story and the second story mm -hmm. as you can? How did you become a solo mom? So I had my first son in my early 20s and, you know, it was like my high school sweetheart. You know, it was a time where we were rebellious and, you know, partying and drinking. And then I got pregnant and things changed. I became a mom and he stayed the same. Mm -hmm. So during that time is when I really found my strength. I actually was looking for help in many places. So I went to welfare and then I was asking for more help for education. So I was able to get a grant, which paid for my schooling, which led me to become a surgical tech. Okay. So after becoming a surgical tech and doing that, I literally dropped everything. Like I dropped friends and like I totally focused because now I was raising this little man, right? Uh -huh. And I let go of everything and focus and God bless me with a great job, you know, with benefits and everything. And I was able to get like my own little apartment and decorate his room. And I was, it was like a really good time for me. And during that time, you know, as time went on, I was single for, for five years, actually, until I met my husband. And, you know, I was like head over heels. He was like the perfect man for me and everything that I thought I wanted during that time. And, you know, fast forward to now, I found out that he has been cheating on me for, we've been married for five years. So he's been cheating for about, I would say half of that amount of time. And so I'm kind of like reverting back in that aspect of, you know, becoming a single mom again now of three and one with autism, which I'm not I'm not sure if people are aware, but, you know, it's just a lot of time consuming, a lot of therapies, a lot of, you know, hands-on as motherhood wasn't already enough, you know? Right, right. Yes. Yeah. So during this time, I actually wanted a change, you know, and I thought my change was going to be to stepping into this life coach, but who knew what God had planned for me, right? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. things were revealed and now I'm currently going through a divorce and the way that I see it and my mindset is like if I could do all that back when I was so young you know 20s and pursue all that and get to here where I'm at 
So I have so much more. I had literally nothing. I mean, I yeah. was on welfare. I used, to, I used to be embarrassed to tell people I was on welfare and embarrassed, you know, that I couldn't buy mm-hmm. my kid diapers and just all these things, you know. And to be here now, like I have a home, I have a career, you know, good in- source of income, at least where I can still progress. So I see it now as like my time of evolution, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, wow, you are you are experiencing a lot of life changes all at once. Yes. And, you know, that that sounds so typical of the solo mom journey. You know, there's the emotional aspect of, you know, losing a loved one, you know, like, so you got to mourn, you have to mourn that relationship. And, but in the meantime, before you are separated, you got to deal with whatever, whatever is going on there to get separated. Right. Yeah. So you have that dealing with, you have to figure out the, what's best for you and your children. And, but then you also have three lives, you know, to think about while you're making all these other major decisions. And one of those children need special care, mm-hmm. more attention than, and correct me if I say all this wrong, because I'm not familiar with kids who are autistic, who will need more attention than the other two may need. Yeah, right? A lot yeah? more. Okay. So how are you dealing with all of this? And then you're thinking about helping people. I mean, why not just stick to your job and... Well, I mean, so I didn't mention, but during 2020 and 2021, I actually lost both parents. So I lost my mother in 2020. And then shortly after my, you know, she was on hospice, I went and I took care of her. She lived in another state. So watching my mother's death and then the next following year, watching my dad also pass away because, you know, the caretaker... Mm -hmm. passed away and then finding out my husband has been cheating on me put that in perspective of like what am I gonna do with my life Mm -hmm. okay and it put that like in my mind it put okay like it's my turn to make this what I want a reality and Mm -hmm. my mother has always been like super loving and caring and helpful Mm -hmm. and that's something that I admired about her there was one thing that I didn't really want to be like my mother. I know this might be like in a negative way, but it was that having like the man overpower the woman. Cause I felt mm-hmm. like she held back so much for my dad that she wasn't able to reach her true potential. Mm-hmm. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm so inspired to help women and also to just embody that so they could see me and my story and what I'm going through and to see that, yes, there's obstacles, yes, there's trials, but we can still get through it if we focus Mm -hmm. on forward and not back. Because a lot of people look back, you know, they're like, poor me, like this Mm -hmm. sucks, like I'm a single mom. I'm like, okay, I'm a single mom. I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to look good. I'm going to work on myself so I can be healthy for my kids, you know? Right. And that's why I asked that question because I, I wanted, I want, because, you know, 
I mean, why not, why not just hang out and chill and lick your wounds and, you know, the husband's doing this, mm -hmm. my mom and dad died, nobody cares, and I have to do, deal with all this in front of me, which is how we operate at times, yes. right? Yes, a lot of us do. Yeah, yeah. So I am, I'm very thrilled that I get the chance to talk to you for you to tell us that it is possible to not only move on from whatever it is you're dealing with, but while you're in it, you could still look after yourself, one. And number two, do things that empowers you to move forward, yeah. you know, once you're out of that mess, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, you know, as women, we tend to, for one, I want to say, you know, it's okay to mourn. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel sad or feel you know, maybe lost at times and not sure of where, mm -hmm. where you're going. But I do want to say the number one thing is ask for help. And yeah, I think as women, we tend to not ask for help because, you know, whether we're like that, we're wounded, you know, we've had experiences where we've asked and people don't help, but there is people willing to help you if you ask, mm -hmm. you know, I do therapy. I have my own coach, you know, I have of family and friends who are also helping me during this process. Like I don't have my parents and I have, you know, a sibling that we're actually not really close, you know, but, but you still have that foundation. And those are the people don't be afraid to ask for help, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one because we tend to get embarrassed and, you know, have this low self-esteem because someone, you know, kicked us to the curb, yeah. literally. literally. And, and, and we don't want to depend on anyone. But the truth is that we have to depend on someone. Yeah. So, and also depend on yourself. Because I yeah. feel like what we really lack sometimes at, as women is that into we're intuitive. We're naturally mm -hmm. intuitive. And mm -hmm. you listen to other people and you tend to, you know, like who, who's right and who's wrong. Like, what do you want? What is your desire? Yeah. Like what, yeah. what's the next step for you? You don't have to think so far ahead, but maybe just doing something to make your yes. feel better like that. Like, I feel like for me, sometimes it's just putting a little oil on my face and like massaging it in or like lighting a candle, mm -hmm. something to like yes. make you feel that. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's going to be okay. okay. Yeah. And, and it, it's a very hard place to find ourselves because we tend to, we're, we're our worst critic. Yeah. Right. And, and when we've made the past mistakes, we don't let it go. Right. We don't say, okay, I did. My dad also passed away because, you know, the caretaker mm -hmm. passed away. And then finding out my husband has been cheating on me. Put that in perspective of like, what am I going to do with my life? Mm -hmm. and, okay. And it put that like, in my mind, it put, okay, like it's my turn to make this what I want a reality. And mm -hmm. my mother has always been like super loving and caring and helpful. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I admired about her. There was one thing that I didn't really want to be like my mother. I know this might be like in a negative way, but it was that having like the man overpower the woman. Cause I felt mm -hmm. like she held back so much for my dad that she wasn't 
able to reach her true potential. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm Mm -hmm. so inspired to help women and also to just embody that so they could see me and my story and what I'm going through and to see that, yes, there's obstacles, yes, there's trials, but we can still get through it if we focus Mm -hmm. on forward and not back. Because a lot of people look back, you know, they're like, poor me, like this Mm -hmm. sucks, like I'm a single mom. I'm like, okay, I'm a single mom. I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to look good. I'm going to work on myself so I can be healthy for my kids, you know? Right. And that's why I asked that question because I, I wanted, I want, because, you know, I mean, why not, why not just hang out and chill and lick your wounds and, you know, the husband's doing this, mm-hmm. my mom and dad died, nobody cares. And I have to do, deal with all this in front of me, which is how we operate at times, right? Yes. A lot of us do. Yeah. Yeah. So I am, I'm very thrilled that I get the chance to talk to you for you to tell us that it is possible to not only move on from whatever it is you're dealing with, but while you're in it, you could still look after yourself, one. And number two, do things that empowers you to move forward. Yeah. You know, once you're out of that mess, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, you know, as women, we tend to, for one, I want to say, you know, it's okay to mourn. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel sad or feel, you know, maybe lost at times and not sure of where, mm-hmm. where you're going. But I do want to say the number one thing is ask for help. And yeah, I think as women, we tend to mom, I'm like, okay, I'm a single mom. I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to look good. I'm going to work on myself so I can be healthy for my kids, you know? Right. And that's why I asked that question because I, I wanted, I want, because, you know, I mean, why not, why not just hang out and chill and lick your wounds and, you know, the husband's doing this, mm-hmm. my mom and dad died, nobody cares. And I have to do, deal with all this in front of me, which is how we operate at times, right? Yes, a lot of us do. Yeah. Yeah. So I am, I'm very thrilled that I get the chance to talk to you for you to tell us that it is possible to not only move on from whatever it is you're dealing with, but while you're in it, you could still look after yourself one. And number two, do things that empowers you to move forward. Yeah. You know, once you're out of that mess, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, you know, as women, we tend to, for one, I want to say, you know, it's okay to mourn. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel sad or feel, you know, maybe lost at times and not sure of where, mm-hmm. where you're going. But I do want to say the number one thing is ask for help. And yeah, I think as women, we tend to not ask for help because, you know, whether we're like that, we're wounded, you know, we've had experiences where we've asked and people don't help, but there is people willing to help you if you ask, mm-hmm. you know, I do therapy, I have my own coach, you know, I have a family and friends who are also helping me during this process. Like I don't have my parents and I have, you know, a sibling that we're actually not really close, you know, but but you still have that foundation. And those are the people, don't be afraid to ask for help, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's a good one because we tend to get embarrassed and 
you know, have this low self-esteem because someone, you know, kicked us to the curb, yeah. literally. literally. And, and, and we don't want to depend on anyone, but the truth is that we have to depend on someone. Yeah. So, and also depend on yourself because I feel yeah. like what we really lack sometimes as women is that into we're intuitive. We're naturally mm -hmm. intuitive and mm -hmm. you listen to other people and you we tend to get embarrassed and you know have this low self-esteem because someone you know kicked us to the curb yeah. literally. literally and 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 we don't want to depend on anyone but the truth is that we have to depend on someone yeah solomon's talk was designed to curate the stories of solo moms globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence. It has always been like super loving and caring and helpful. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I admired about her. There was one thing that I didn't really uh, want to be like my mother. I know this might be like in a negative way, but it was that having like the man overpower the woman. Because I felt mm -hmm. like she held back so much for my dad that she wasn't able to reach her true potential. Mm -hmm. So that's why mm -hmm. I'm so inspired to help women and also to just embody that so they could see me and my story and what I'm going through and to see that, yes, there's obstacles. Yes, there's trials, but we can still get through it if we focus mm -hmm. on forward and not back because a lot of people right. look back you know they're like poor me yeah. like this mm -hmm. sucks like I'm a single mom I'm like okay I'm a single mom I'm gonna get my hair done I'm gonna look good I'm gonna work on myself so I can be healthy for my kids you know right and that's why I asked that question because I, I wanted I want because you know I mean, why not, why not just hang out and chill and lick your wounds and, you know, the husband's doing this, mm -hmm. my mom and dad died, nobody cares, and I have to do, deal with all this in front of me, which is how we operate at times, right? Yes, a lot of us do. Yeah, yeah. So I am, I'm very thrilled that I get the chance to talk to you for you to tell us that it is possible to not only move on from whatever it is you're dealing with, but while you're in it, you could still look after yourself, one. And number two, do things that empowers you to move forward, yeah. you know, once you're out of that mess, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, you know, as women, we tend to, for one, I want to say, you know, it's okay to mourn. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel sad or feel you know, maybe lost at times and not sure of where, mm -hmm. where you're going. But I do want to say the number one thing is ask for help. And yeah, I think as women, we tend to not ask for help because, you know, whether we're like that, we're wounded, you know, we've had experiences where we've asked and people don't help, but there is people willing to help you if you've asked, mm -hmm. you know, I do therapy. I have my own coach, you know, I have 
of family and friends who are also helping me during this process. Like I don't have my parents and I have, you know, a sibling that we're actually not really close, you know, but, but you still have that foundation. And those are the people don't be afraid to ask for help, you know? Yes. Yeah. That's a good one because we tend to get embarrassed and, you know, have this low self-esteem because someone, you know, kicked us to the curb, yeah. literally. literally. And, and, and we don't want to depend on anyone, but the truth is that we have to depend on someone. Yeah. So, and also depend on yourself because I feel yeah. like what we really lack sometimes as women is that into we're intuitive. We're naturally mm -hmm. intuitive and mm -hmm. you listen to other people and you tend to, you know, like who, who's right and who's wrong. Like, what do you want? What is your desire? Yeah. Like what, yeah. what's the next step for you? You don't have to think so far ahead, but maybe just doing something to make your yes. feel better like that. Like, I feel like for me, sometimes it's just putting a little oil on my face and like massaging it in or like lighting a candle. Mm -hmm. Something to like yes. make you feel that. Yeah, like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hello, solar moms. Do you want an easy and proven way to experience better mood and less anxiety? Even if you think you're too busy with work and family responsibilities, you owe it to yourself to take care of your mental health. Join my easy five-day gratitude journaling challenge. Studies show that writing down what you're grateful for increase positivity, improve your mood, and help you sleep better. Sleep better? Better sleep? Oh my goodness. But that's only the beginning. Give yourself the gift of better mental health. Learn how you can incorporate gratitude journaling into your life without added stress or overwhelm. Click the link below to sign up for this challenge now and get a free 100-page gratitude journal printable just for signing up. Join the challenge today because your mental health is too important to ignore. That's going to be okay. Yeah, and, and it, it's a very hard place to find ourselves because we tend to, we're, we're our worst critic, Yeah. right? And and when we've made the past mistakes, we don't let it go, right? We don't say, okay, I did that, wasn't too wise, moving on, Yeah. you know? So the next time we're making a, we need to make a decision, we freeze because... Well, what if I mess it up this time, yeah. you know? And I think that's what a lot of it is. Yeah, a lot of, I think a lot of us, you know, tend to kind of reflect it back on ourselves. Like, what happened? Like, what did I do? Did I do not, did I not do enough of this? And I mm -hmm. feel like, you know, those are normal thoughts. And like, what I recommend is if you're feeling those thoughts, journal it, write it down, get it out. Yes. Get it yes. out. It's one of my favorite ways. Yeah. Yes. I love journaling. Yes. I think journaling has helped me so much. So yes. I feel like if you get it out and then now start putting back in, you know, and changing that mindset of like lack and turn it into gratitude, what do you have? What have you done yes. in the past? You know, maybe a struggle that you've gone through in the past to get you here. You know, that, yes. that's what's helped me. I was a single mom yes. before. You know, what's two yeah. more kids? What's two more kids? Yeah. One with <laughs> autism. What is it? It's nothing.
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Celebrate those wins. Yes. Always and help. remind yes. yourself of what you're capable of because I think yeah, you tend to lose yourself in that that sadness and that yeah, you know, don't lose yourself in that sadness. It's okay to be sad. It's normal, you know. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself mm-hmm. to be sad and allow yourself, like you said, to mourn. You know, but yes. also be open to the opportunities of like what can be now. Like right. you know, for me, I'm like, oh, okay, like now it's my time to shine. And like I don't have to yes. ask for permission or I don't have someone that I have to like consider of what I'm mm-hmm. doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you mentioned that your youngest son is autistic mm-hmm. and how do you navigate pairing that child? Like, tell me what that's like. So, you know, my youngest, he was born premature. You know, I actually had my kids back to back. So my daughter Mm -hmm. and him are eight months apart because he was born premature. They were supposed to be 11 Mm -hmm. months apart. So for a little time, they're both the same age. Right. So, you know, I, he was like a normal child from you know, one to two, almost about two, then he started to regress. They call it regression when they kind of start to pull back. So he was saying Mm -hmm. like, mama, papa, he was playing, you know, he had great eye contact. And then he just all of a sudden changed. It was like, he Mm -hmm. would go to the corners and hide. And, you know, as mothers, you know, at least the type of mother that I am, I was like, what's going on? And I would do research or look. And I thought he was autistic. So when we went to his checkup, because I would literally like pick him up and look into his eyes and he would kind of like rotate his eyes. Like it was like a forced, you know, for him to look at me was like forcing it. Mm -hmm. So I started doing research on like autism and like what I can do. And it was just a mess because during this time it was COVID. So the only Mm -hmm. therapy that we were able to do was virtually which is really hard. So kids with autism, they lack, you know, their attention span. His attention span was like maybe 20 minutes for certain like subjects, you know, maybe like a puzzle or like certain toys and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So navigating through this was very interesting. I'm going to say it taught me a lot. Even now to this day, you know, I love my son and I feel like any parent who has a special needs kids knows that like you're willing to go that extra mile for them. So I would really focus on like, how can I help him and what does he like? Cause I think that's the main thing with kids with autism is like what intrigues them. It's not about, they don't learn the way that you learn. They learn the way that they learn specifically. It's like, they're so specific. So my son is like, he likes very animated, you know, he loves puzzles and numbers. So which is great because I'm very animated. You know what I mean? You know when God mm-hmm, sends you mm-hmm, something, yeah. he's like, look, this is actually yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so, <laughs> navigating through that has been interesting. It's been difficult because, you know, when I first found out, my concern was what other people were going to think, you know, of my child because, you know, I had friends who had kids same age. So I was afraid of them comparing them Mm -hmm. and seeing the difference. Mm -hmm. So I kind of hid for a while. And then I got to the point where like, you know what? This is who we are. Mm -hmm. Like I need to speak up for him. And so, you know, I'm Mexican. I'm a Latina. And what I found out in 
my culture and a lot of the minorities is that they don't know the resources. They don't know of like where to look, how to find. And even as an English speaking, you know, Mexican American, it was very difficult to find. So my, not only am I doing life coaching, but I also want to advocate for minorities, you know, with people, Mm -hmm. with kids with autism, because I think it's so important to share the knowledge and like what's helped me might help other parents who are dealing with the same and they're not they're not separate you know like inclusion we are community just like those solo moms we are also Mm -hmm. a community because I know there's a lot of moms who also have kids with autism that are single moms you know and they might have two two autistic children they might have three you know my my pediatrician told me she has a mom who has five Wow. So imagine. That's a yeah, lot. I mean, like how powerful yeah. women are. Yeah. Yeah. The only person I heard say, I don't know if you've heard of Michael Todd mm-hmm. with Transformational mm-hmm. Church. He has a son and his son is autistic and he talks about it all the time, how he, he doesn't even accept that. <laughs> he's just, you know, he's just going to not accept it. I mean, do what he needs to do, of yeah. course. But, but from a spiritual point of view he doesn't accept that but i imagine it's it's a lot to handle but depending on how you yeah, look at it i think it is a lot to handle yeah but it's very rewarding yeah because it's like the things yeah. that you might take for granted with your average child you know i don't, I don't like to say average but like you know with milestones and stuff like the other yeah, children other yeah. children the mm-hmm. milestones that they hit they hit them where mm-hmm. they're supposed to be, but this one takes a little bit. You know how, like, they say, like, every flower blooms at different times? It's like you appreciate mm-hmm. that. Like, every night, yeah. you know, I agree with what you said about him saying that because, you know, I just consider my son a genius. And I tell him every night mm-hmm. before he goes to bed, I'm like, you're my little genius. You're amazing. You're going to do wonderful things. Because I believe mm-hmm. in him, I see the potential in him, but he needs my help to get him there. Yes, yes, yes. There's a there's a story in I think it was the book Think and Grow oh. Rich, and they I think it's the the narrators because I do the audible version, <clears throat> and this might help someone if not you. And he tells a story of his son who was born without yes. an ear. I, I don't know if you heard I about have. that. I love that. Yeah. Book. And, and he, he ignored everything the doctors told him that without an ear, he can't hear and all these different things that would, you know, wouldn't happen and he wouldn't be normal. But he, he kept telling his son, you can hear, you know, and his son became like, became a, a spokesperson and a leader in the industry for helping people who couldn't hear, yes. hear. You know, so the encouragement, yeah, the encouragement from mom, especially who have, regardless of what people will say about this, who have the more hands-on approach to parenting. And especially if you're the only parent, you know, it's very good to have you encourage them and and tell them what God is whispering to you to tell them, right? Because you're going to believe God's promise, not Exactly. And no one one can tell you what your kid's potential is. 
No one no. knows because these kids, they surprise you. I mean, my kid is yes. four and he just turned four and he hasn't been able to speak, you know, and I wonder like, mm-hmm. you know, I asked the doctors like, at what age do you like transition to something else? You know, like they have little speaking mm-hmm. devices or like you teach them other things. And they told me age six. So, you know, like my mom brain is like, tick, 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 you know, like we're four Mm -hmm. and now he's starting to see certain things, you know, like cookie, he's starting to say, you know, good night, hi, these are Mm -hmm. the things that, I mean, Mm -hmm. they don't sound like a normal, not normal. I hate saying that. I'm going to stop saying that, but they don't sound, (laughs) you know, because he's learning. So they sound different, but you're like, like I cry, I'm so excited. And I find Yes. And I'm like, wow, all this work that I've been doing and practicing and spending every little time, like narrating my day, like I literally like, oh, yes. clothes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and like, yes. everything is so hands on with him. Yes. But I see the reward. Yes. And that's what really makes me feel like, wow, like, I'm actually, you know, I'm actually creating You're supporting time. him. Yeah. And that's something mm-hmm. that we need to do in ourselves as as solo moms. As much as you yes. do for your kids, do for yourself too, because they are yes. watching every move. Just like my son with autism, yes. he's watching every move. They watch, they watch you mm-hmm. cry. They see how strong you are. They see your potential more, mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. than you see it yourself. So the way that you yes. look at your children, you should also look at yourself. The way that you should that you speak to your children, like that. My daughter, I tell her all the time, "You're my best friend." I love you so much. Yes. I love everything about you. Yes. You know? And she Aww. says it back to me and it feels so good, you know, because it's like yes. I'm putting that like I'm putting that love yeah. in her. So when she's a woman, yes. you know, she she can feel yeah. that for herself and there's no lack. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And when when well, I believe when a woman feels that love, grow with that love inside knowing her self-worth it's hard for a man to treat her bad and it's very difficult for her to choose the wrong person or or even if like let's say you know i mean for instance like i thought it chose the right person you know and i maybe for a time Mm -hmm. even after the fact you know you don't allow that situation to define you because you know who you are yes yes yeah absolutely all right. I love this conversation. I didn't know this was where it was going to go, yeah. but it's going where it should. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about a lot of things happening in your life. What is Cynthia grateful for today? Ooh, so many things. I'm grateful for my children who inspire me to grow. I'm grateful for meeting new people. That's my one of my main goals, mm-hmm. actually, was to make more connections. And I'm grateful for the opportunity of growth. Okay. That's very nice. Thank you. All right. Okay. So you're starting to do life coach, helping moms transition or at least have another Mm -hmm. outlet for a career. Can you tell us how we could get in touch with you and also tell us about you know, about your program. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Cynthia empowers on Instagram. And you can also email me at morphine, Cynthia coaches at gmail.com. And what I do is I help you set up goals, 
help you, you know, strategize and create just techniques and and things in order to get you to where you want to be. We'll talk, we kind of like break it down to see like, what is it specifically that you're wanting? What is specifically that you're looking for? And I, I don't only do moms. I also do just women in general, but moms, okay. I'm all for it because who better? You're already a boss in your own mom, mom, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, okay. So those are the two ways we can get in touch with you. Okay. All right. I'll put those in the show notes and give me one piece of advice you have for a solo mom. Anything that comes to mind? For solo moms, I say, don't look back, look forward. Amen. All right. Thank you, Cynthia Morphine, for coming and talking to us today. I enjoyed Me this too. conversation. I loved it. Very empowering. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Me. Appreciate it. I'm excited to share that Solomon's Talk is now on YouTube. Check out these interviews on our new channel, Solomon's Talk TV. There you will actually see the interaction between myself and my guests. You will also find bite-sized clips of daily inspiration to help you manage the struggles of everyday life. So click Solomon's Talk TV below to watch now. Hello, Solomon's. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you you can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer don't parent in silence so take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire